Hello and welcome everyone to episode 115 of the Starcast, Press Start Australia's weekly video game discussion podcast. I am your host, Jake Barros, and I am joined by none other than the legendary Ewan Roxburgh. Welcome back, mate. Damn, I'm back. I'm back. I'm so happy to be back. I missed you guys. I missed all of this. I missed the fun of the Starcast. It's been too long. It's been way too long. We missed you. We've been talking about you for like at least 10 episodes. So, it's finally great to have you back on here. (laughs) I did did listen in a couple of episodes and I don't know if all the talk was favorable. You were talking Mm. about me, but I don't know if it was always positive. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you listen to the other eight episodes, you'd probably fully understand, but you know, <laughs> you've only listened to two on your on your travels, so I don't know if that's like good good brownie points for you, mate. It's been it's been hard. No, I've been busy. I've been busy catching up on Destiny, so it's been tough. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Because obviously, <laughs> listeners would know that you are in England at the moment, which is awesome. Crazy Back adventures, to the time to have, but you you have been uh, a little bit away from from the gaming. Like you have been playing a little bit of Destiny. Do you want to give us just a rundown of your gaming yeah. life so far? Yeah. So um, gaming when you're traveling is hard. I did bring my DS with me, but I nice. soon discovered that I don't really have many great DS games, and I've been trying to play a bit of Pokemon, but I just like can't. I don't know. Pokemon just doesn't really do it for me. I can play for like half an okay. hour to an hour and then I'm like, I'm bored. I'm like, okay, I'm just kind of going through the same thing over and over again. I need, I need some change. Yeah. Um, yep. So uh, I did also bring my PlayStation with me as you do. I made room for that in my suitcase. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Which, which key, is fine. The so key I'm, thing to pack really. Yeah, exactly. You know, I'm going to be over here Screw, for eight months. Yeah. I can't not be over here without my PlayStation. Absolutely. Um, Screw the clothes. Screw the toiletries. You can buy that when you're over there. Yeah, exactly. Damn straight. Uh, <laughs> so that's that's fine in theory, as long as you've got a TV. Um, and I have like a lot of family over here. So I was staying, staying with some family for a bit and I could borrow their TV. So I was able to do that mm-hmm. to play like Crash Bandicoot Collection when that came nice. out. In, sorry, Insane Trilogy. And uh, and when Lost Legacy came out, I was staying with my cousins. And so I just like borrowed their TV and like played through that in kind of two sittings, which was fine. Yep. Um, the problem arose with Destiny, though, where I was stuck in, like, student accommodation, no TV, uh, and it had been out for about a week. And I'm like, oh, man, this sucks. Like, I'm already seeing people, like, <laughs> online on Twitter hitting their level level caps. Like, my friends are going off and running their nightfall strikes. I'm like, God damn it! I'm going to be miles away before I can participate in any of this. And by that time, like, are they going to, you know, want to bother playing with me? Because I'm just going to be too, way too, too low a level. Um mm. But uh, I did finally manage to get my hands on a TV, and I've been like, just smashing at Destiny. So I've hit the level cap, and I'm now over the 230 light level, so I can start doing the Nightfall um, strikes. So I'm nearly right. there. I'm nearly back in it. But man, I'm loving Destiny. Destiny's amazing. Yeah, I haven't picked it up yet. I'm. I don't. I think I'm still in this like. Uh, I don't. I just don't know. Like I so excited for destiny one and now i'm just Mm. like is it is it going to be enough for me like i just i don't know also i think it's it's very much a game where it's i think it's i don't know correct me if i'm wrong but heavily kind of the best fun is with like getting together with your like fire team and all that kind of stuff and like yeah it is but that being said like i've obviously not been able to do that um Mm, because my, my fire team is already like so much further ahead than i am even still um, so, uh, I've, I played through the entire campaign solo, um, and I 
really enjoyed it to be honest um mm. i found the story this time around uh while still not amazing like it's not it's not a groundbreaking story don't get me wrong it, mm. you can mm. at least kind of follow it and you're somewhat invested in it um yeah the characters certainly help a lot too um i thought yeah they were much better constructed and, and performed this time around um so uh i yeah i, I really dug it i like i there was reason enough to hate the bad guy and to want to kill him. So, you know, that was enough nice. motivation for me to get through. Um, I think the main difference for me, I, you guys have probably talked about Destiny at length already, but I think the main Destiny, the main difference for me with Destiny 2 over the first is that it, the progression just seems a lot more sort of steady. Like every little thing you do in the game rewards you and it feels like you, it takes you that little step further. Where I found sometimes with Destiny 1, you could, you know, be playing for an hour or two hours without feeling like you made much progress. Um, where this time around, like the loot drops and the like, the upgrades and the rank ups or whatever, like is so yeah. much more steady that I feel like the whole experience is a lot more rewarding. Um, Interesting. So yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it, and I do find myself like, you know, I'm I'm over here in England living with a bunch of students <laughs> and stuff. It's all great fun, and you know, mm. we might be sat out playing beer pong or something, but there's a little part, a little piece of me inside that says, just go home and sit by yourself in the dark and play Destiny Two. Yeah, nice. You know what I mean? <laughs> ah, mate, that's the Aussie gamer coming out in you, you know? <laughs> that's great. It's in my blood. Um, it's in my blood. And you mentioned, too, you played Lost Legacy. Yes. I I have to ask, mate, because you are obviously press start, the, the, the number Resident one Uncharted, un- fan, Uncharted fan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> what what um, were your thoughts? Well, obviously, I loved it. Uh, I thought it was well, fantastic. Um but was it the best Uncharted game? No, probably not by some margin. Um, what would? I, where would you rank it in the hierarchy? Oh, oh that's a that's a tough question to ask. Um, well, I asked it. Uh, um, I, I'm just kind of piecing together in my head. Maybe like okay. fourth or fifth in the rankings. Fourth or fifth? Well, two, three, and four. I think all have to be higher than it. But it's better than yeah. Golden Abyss, and it's better than the first Uncharted, and it's certainly better than the Uncharted card game <laughs> that I never played. Okay, so it's kind of sitting in the middle. Kind of, yeah, middle. I think what I think what okay. was really great about it, though, there there is a particularly mm. awesome sequence, much like Madagascar and in Uncharted Four, where it's kind of like all open world, and it's kind of a bit outposty, um, kind of in the sense yeah. that like there's you know groupings of bad guys kind of dotted around the map, much like in Far Cry or something like that, like that. Mm. Um, and there's also like sort of a whole puzzle that you can complete as well if you want to and it just kind of it's like an extra little thing on top of the story in the area that you can do that kind of rewards you with like this bracelet that flashes and makes a sound whenever you're near treasure and uh and you know i i didn't know what it was i just saw something shiny i'm like well i have to do this uh and that was awesome it was like this kind of like just a little extra bit of puzzle solving in the game um, some of the pu- I should mm. say actually some of the puzzles solving the game was the best that the series ever has. Anyway, I'm getting away from where I wanted to, what I wanted to say. What I wanted to say that is, fine, is that I think what the Lost Legacy does is proves that you can have an Uncharted game without Nathan Drake, and that is saying a lot. That's saying that okay. this franchise has a life possibly beyond Naughty Dog, be- certainly beyond Nathan Drake, and that I think it just kind of gives you a clear picture of what, of what an Uncharted game is. And can I see more of those without Nathan Drake? Absolutely. Bring them on. Let's do it. More Uncharted games. Don't ever stop. Mm, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Interesting. Because I think when I asked Shan about it, 
Mm. He um he was kind of like, yeah, like you know, it was good, and you know, yes, it worked well without Nathan Drake, but I think his final answer was that he doesn't reckon he'd they'd do anymore. Really? Um, yeah. Oh, I, yeah. I'm gonna have to disagree with him there. I, I mean, I. <laughs> It's hard to say whether or not they will do more. I don't think Naughty Dog will necessarily do more. I think they're they're pretty much done with Uncharted. Mm. Um, I mean, they've stuck with Uncharted longer than they have any other one of their franchises, really. Mm. I mean, arguably, no, uh, yeah, even more than Jack and Daxter, really. Um, so I think I think they're ready to move on. I think they've got other ideas and other worlds they want to create and explore. So I think they're ready to move on. But what, like I said, what Lost Legacy proves is that you can have an, an Uncharted game without Nathan Drake. And I think that kind of needed proven. I think some people were a little unsure that that would be able to happen. Um and uh, yeah, they've been able to do that, and I reckon that there's certainly a possibility for more games, if not, you know, from Naughty Dog. Okay, cool. Yeah, fair enough. Well, thank you for uh, delving into your gaming life in the, for the past few weeks while you've I'm been away. I'm just glad I could get all of that off my chest, Jake, because you know, like I've not been able to catch up with you guys on a weekly basis anymore and talk about these games uh, I'm playing and I'm loving, and it just feels very cathartic, you know. And I'm sure it's not something that you want to get super nerdy about within your first few weeks of uni in a totally different country. You know, you've got, uh, you know, a whole new playground to kind of fit into. So you want to yeah. test the ground, the waters first before you start dropping nerdy gaming facts, right? Yeah. I, su- I, I suppose so. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, I'm not ashamed of my, my love of gaming, but I feel like it's well, the wrong conversation started to go, have you played Uncharted The Lost Legacy? What did you think? Where does it rank in the Uncharted franchise? Well, exactly. Maybe it doesn't, yeah, win many friends. (laughs) Who knows, man? Who knows? Well, let's get into it. We're going to have a nice intimate cast. It's you and me. So, we're going to talk about some amazing topics. And uh, the first one we're going to start off with is that there were photos of uh, the cancelled Xbox uh, Xbox Watch that Mm. leaked recently. Now, I didn't even know this was a thing until this article came out. Um, but apparently years ago it was a rumor that Microsoft were working on an Xbox uh, watch that would apparently yeah. have a battle 1.5 uh, touchscreen replaceable bands all that kind of stuff that we kind of are seeing from uh, these digital watches these days um, and apparently it was going to where I read this somewhere on here but it was going to link up with the the Xbox and Windows devices um, mm. I think so. Yeah, that's right. It's 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 quite interesting. If you haven't read the article, head to uh, our website pressstart.com.au. There's a couple of pictures on there. But you and how well do you reckon this would have worked? What do you even think that like an Xbox Watch would have would have done for gamers? Um, yeah, I don't, I really don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, I would have had a lot of questions about this had this been real i mean i suppose they got a lot of questions regardless i think the weirdest thing about this is that it's xbox branded if it was microsoft branded that would make more sense i think yeah that's true um just because they seem to have more of like a foot in that field i guess in relation to you know smart devices and something that would sync up with their their surface uh their surface products um Mm. but an xbox one like i just don't understand what sort of focus i like a gaming kind of watch would have um and i know that idea has been sort of bantered around a bit but i mean to be honest like the second screen experience um 
that uh, many sort of major publishers were pushing for a while in relation to sort of a smart device app that would sort of pair up yeah. in a game like they sort of Ubisoft showed off with the division um, stuff like that like I don't think they yeah. ever really kind of caught on I don't think anyone ever really dug that um, I did no. like the idea in Fallout 4 of having the Pip-Boy sort of and, and like having it like on your wrist um, yeah 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 the the problem for me there was that I had like a Samsung Galaxy Note at the time, and there was no <laughs> way I was going to be able to fit that thing on my wrist. Um, yeah, fair. But yeah, I don't, like I don't know. Like that seems kind of too small a screen for something of like that. Um, and yeah, even then, I'm... it just seems like more of a novelty. Like I mean, th- based on the pictures, like this seems like sort of like kind of i think someone in the comments said that it was like a pebble watch and and it does look like a pebble watch in a lot of ways and but they're they're not cheap they're like 150 kind of 200 bucks um yeah exactly so who's gonna kind of spend something like that for this kind of very kind of novelty peripheral um yeah i i don't know i would i would need to see some uh yeah some more useful features i think to make it something like this worthwhile but it's just all a bit bizarre i'm glad i think it's probably sensible that they moved away from it and just left it in the <laughs> prototype room. What are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I'm ju- I was just trying to think then, like, what possible, like, features could it have had? Like, yeah, I thought about the second screen thing, but then on a screen that size, like, it's just, you can't have a map. And then I was like, well, maybe it might be, like, a quick, like, menu kind of, you know, tap it and get to the menu quickly. But I'm like, you have literally, mm. like, a start or option button, like, right there. If it helps um, make any of the Xbox One's UI at all better, I'd be down for that. That'd be something I'd worth buying into. Yeah, like, maybe <laughs> like maybe even just, like, a, a, a quick menu or something that you can, I don't know, play music quickly or dive into another app without you know having to jump through a couple of screens first like Mm. i just i don't even like i i don't even know what this could have been used for like and like you said it's weird that there was the xbox branding on it so it had to be something directly related to that gaming experience um Mm. i yeah i honestly cannot think of of a, a a suitable feature for it all which is, um, you know, maybe maybe what they, the issue they had with it as well. And the fact that it's got, like, a fitness tracker in it as well just seems a bit ironic considering it's sort of gaming-focused. It's like, well, I don't know how yeah. how much overlap there is between these two worlds, but... Uh, well, and then, like you're saying, like, you know, it would just be kind of novelty stuff of, you know, like, oh, if you have the watch for, I don't know, and connect it with your COD account and you go walking and you hit your bonus, then you get an extra 1,000 XP points or, you know, just something that's not really needed. And Nintendo have kind of toyed around with that idea before as well. Yeah. You know, it kind of sounds kind of funny in in your head, but I don't really know how many people would actually make use of it. Maybe they were going after some Pokemon Go kind of thing. I don't know, but that would have been way before. I have no idea. I have no idea. It seems bizarre. I'm glad that it's not coming out. Probably would just confuse me more. Well, absolutely. It makes sense that it, it didn't come out. Um, but who knows? Maybe if all this resurfaces and people are actually like, oh, that would have been cool, maybe they'll rethink. I have literally no idea, but it, it is a little bit bizarre that this was a, a thing to start out with. Mm. Um, but odd. 
Yeah. Moving on. Does anyone though. like? Do you use like any of the companion apps at all? Like in terms of like the PlayStation app and your phone or anything like that? Because I don't even really you, use them all that much. I you, I don't really use the PlayStation app like too much. Like maybe you know to quickly jump on the PlayStation Store and download one of the PlayStation Plus games or get it prepped or put in uh, a code yeah. or something like that. I don't really yep. use it to check who's online and and anything anything like that really the only the only time where i really got into the companion apps i think a little bit with the division not really too much but a big one was i think it was battlefield 4 yeah actually Um, definitely having like the the like i had my ipad next to me and having like the map screen and everything on there was quite useful to be honest Mm. Mm -hmm. um but that was like literally the only game where i ever like you know, would think, oh, I got to grab my iPad and, and put the app up. But mm. apart from that, no, nah, not at all. Mm. Um, yeah. yeah. I don't really like find myself sort of in a gaming headspace when I'm sort of like away from my TV. Like when I'm at there, my yeah. PlayStation or whatever, like inside the game, you know, I'd be fiddling around with my classes and, you know, customizing all of them and deciding what weapon I wanted and what, how it's going to look and stuff like that. Um, yeah. And, I know with like a lot of the companion apps, like especially with the Battlefield ones, so you, you could like work on your classes and, and stuff yeah. like on a browser or on the app or something like that. Um, and in theory, like that sounds like a nice idea. It's like, oh, well, you know, while I'm sitting on the bus, I can, you know, customize all my weapons and stuff. So when I boot up COD or Battlefield later tonight, like my character's going to be ready to go. Um, mm. I quite like that idea, but I just never made use of it like i just never i don't know while i was on the bus like i was there checking twitter or facebook or something and there was something else and said i wasn't in that sort of gaming headspace um yeah exactly right so yeah interesting interesting nonetheless very very interesting i mean let's move on to xbox's competition though playstation they have Mm. brought out something that i think is one of the greatest ideas ever yeah um but essentially, PlayStation is giving Aussies the chance to win a real-life PlayStation trophy, a real-life platinum trophy, which is mm. absolutely awesome. So, basically, they've created only four very high-quality platform tro- uh, plat- platinum trophies, and essentially, there are I think it's four games. Is it four yep. games? Yeah, four games that uh, gamers basically have to platinum. Um, first so the first one to platinum each game that uh, will then get this real life platinum trophy so these games first one is fifa 18 uh another one gran turismo and another one call of duty world war 2 with the final game yet to be announced and it will be announced later on in the year but essentially like i said you've got a uh, complete all the trophies get the platinum for that and be the first to contact playstation in order to get this trophy i think this is like a super cool initiative i mean trophy hunting mm. is already such a big thing and i know like you and i and some of the other some of the other crew like there's certain games that come out that we're like oh absolutely i'm gonna platinum this and and some of us that are just try that for every single game but having an mm. initiative like this this is really cool mm-hmm this is yeah this is wicked um and uh whilst i do have a couple of platinum trophies i'm not like a big plat like i'm not a big trophy hunter not in the way that i know some people are um 
but man, I want one of these so bad. Like this would just be, <laughs> be like the coolest thing to have on your, on your shelf. Um, You'd feel and I, I am glad that they are sort of like going to legit sort of platinum hunters, I guess. Um, although I think the selection of games is quite interesting. It is. Um, it. Yeah. I feel like, I mean, obviously there's, this is all a marketing maneuver. I'm going to go with that. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, uh, I guess they're kind of like looking at the kind of games that maybe trophy hunters don't typically go after. Um, they seem to be much more sort of like, you know, mainstream sort of casual games. Um, a lot of the multiplayer games all will have multiplayer elements to them, I guess. And I feel like trophy hunters generally mm. kind of go for the, you know, their single single player experience collectathon sort of thing. Um, so yeah. that makes a bit of sense. Um, all the same, I'm glad that like these are going to go to people that of you know obviously very passionate trophy collectors and and not just sort of like being handed out in a giveaway or something which i mean means my chances of winning one is very very slim but <laughs> at the same time makes it makes sense i think too with the selection of games like it is quite mm. interesting you've got two i guess sporting games gran turismo and fifa you've got a shooter uh-huh. with call of duty so it begs begs the question is the second one going to be some kind of like shooter related one or are they going to go maybe more of a i don't know like you said single player like i guess big triple a title or something like that who knows but I, I i do feel that the like a lot of these games especially since they all have single player and multiplayer aspects mm-hmm. i i don't think it's too bad of a choice because i think it will essentially make those players and gamers really play the full extent out of those games um uh-huh. you know to really unlock everything and especially with call of duty like how many times it's like cool get like five headshots with like this gun and then oh get like 30 headshots crawling or you know what i mean like there's quite there's i guess quite the obstacles or hurdles that you, you've got to jump over in mm. order to actually get that platinum which I feel is I feel it's good. Like this is this is a this is an awesome initiative. So I yeah. feel like it's good to choose those games that you really need to, I guess, work for it to make it happen. Which I mean, there's definitely going to be people that do it within like 24 hours, if not sooner. And you're gonna be like, how? How is that even possible? But mm. yeah, I wonder. I wonder what that fourth game's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. I I. I- kind of agree with you more like this it's a super cool initiative um i almost kind of want to see them stick around uh with this kind of idea and for like every sort Mm. of or maybe not every game because a lot of games come out but you know um you know any of those sort of like big tentpole games that have a platinum trophy um you know the first person to get it can actually win one of these physical things i think that'd be that'd be really cool and especially Um, for like end of year stuff where all the big stuff's coming like make it an annual thing of like i don't know call it the and well, it's hard to call it by a season because it's every different season. But mm. you know, yeah, for Australia, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a cool initiative. Hopefully, the um, summer challenge or something it. like that. So, yeah. yeah, weird, but yeah, definitely. Um, I'm definitely not going to get this, which is kind of sad. We yeah, can I know. Make, we can make like dummy trophies or something for us. We'll make yeah, a cooler. Let's do that. Yeah, that sounds we'll great. Make, do you reckon like, they? Do you reckon they come in actual platinum? <laughs> That'd yeah, be amazing. Definitely. If they were. <laughs> I don't yeah, even I'm, know. Is I'm, platinum expensive? Is platinum a I'm, real metal? <laughs> I, I don't want to sound dumb. I feel like it is. Maybe, let's stick to games. Let's stick to games. Yeah, let's do that. I would be actually interested to see how big this is, though. Like, 
the the video mm. that we have up on the article um it does show you a shot of the actual trophy but part of me is thinking like it could possibly be small like it just looks i don't know it looks where it, it may not be huge with some slight camera yeah there's nothing there. to like give you uh, a sense of scale really is there no uh, there's not I but. yeah i kind of imagine it to be like a a normal trophy size but it's a huge trophy maybe the ball in the middle is actually like just a painted golf ball and it's actually uh, quite tiny yeah who knows who knows well if you guys <laughs> i want like, regardless <laughs> yeah absolutely but if you are keen make sure you do check it out you can find all the terms and conditions a link to those on our website as well um, but get prepared the dates for these games are up on there too so if you definitely want to get this trophy and you gotta be on the ball because from the zero like the first hour you know you're gonna be pretty much having to gun it to get uh be the first one like we said be the first one yes, and be the first so. one to contact playstation so mm. and fifa 18 yeah, is crazy. probably gonna be out by the time most people are listening to this right that's only out so Correct. like to, yeah. is that out tomorrow uh time zone's uh, gonna get no confusing idea. here no yeah idea, they're man. out pretty soon though so get on it very quick yeah cool 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 let's move into a game that we are super excited about you oh what possibly God. could that be Battlefront 2 by any chance, Jake? Ah, you've hit the nail on the head, mate. Battlefront 2. There has been uh, a recent trailer drop. Uh, uh, I don't know what I was going to say. I don't know why I was going to extend that. Narrated by John Boyega? Yes, that's it. God, he's such a legend. You know Uh, why I love him too? Because at heart, like, you can just tell, like, he's just a classic, like, dude. He loves his games. He loves his pop culture. And then he's just like, I just want anything that I can get my hands on. Like, cool that it's Star Wars because it's, like, easy for him to get his hands on it. But he's like, anything gaming, I want to be involved. So he's, a, he's a mad dude. But um, in this trailer, there is a lot more content that we get to see. And the really cool thing is that they do this, this nice comparison of how um, many locations and heroes and vehicles there were in the first game and how many there are in Battlefront 2. And good lord, Ewan... There is a ton, ton more. I'm actually going to throw yeah. it over to you. Do you want to? Do you want to give us a little sure. bit of an insight? Sure. Um, so he uh, in the video kind of compares like the number of locations, heroes, and vehicles, and says so there's nearly kind of triple of each, which is yeah. more or less true. Um, the locations uh, there is kind of like a mixture of multiplayer only and single player only, but there's far there's eight, I think eighteen is a number that that's here um yeah. different locations which is really cool because that was one of the kind of key complaints of the uh, the first game um mm. 14 heroes compared to six uh, i don't actually have the numbers for the vehicles i, I think don't the think the vehicles but... on the video was about 39 vehicles right in, in the first right. one and then i think there was only about eight or yeah so in the first one something like that um yeah. it's pretty cool they should definitely check out the video because they do a pretty good job of kind of comparing the two um mm. but I think, like, what really just kind of Battlefront 2 really kind of shows to me is that they've they've clearly taken on, like, all the advice and all the complaints that came out of the first game and taken them on board. Like, like, everything about this game has just been communicated so, so well. Like, like every every new component kind of piece of information they've teased about Battlefront 2, I've been like, yes, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. they have 
so clearly kind of identified the problems that the first game had and actively sort about rectifying them in the second like it just yeah, kind absolutely. of seems like no you know no hold uh nose bar no bars hold what's the phrase anyhow i don't know but i get you um yeah yeah like they've just not held back at all and uh at least that's how it seems to me uh and i could not be more excited i mean like the first game didn't have a single player story they're like here's a single player story like written by the guy that did spec ops the line that's an awesome mm. um we didn't have space battles here's space battles uh single like uh, split screen co-op it wasn't really in the first or wasn't what you guys wanted so here it is with a bunch of new modes like ah dude i'm just so so excited for this game i cannot wait for it yeah 100 percent. i totally agree like just i it's is this game at the moment that i forget about that it's coming out and then they do drop a trailer and i'm like oh my god i need this like right now yeah um but 100 percent. i mean like we were we quickly watched the trailer before we hit record on this and like just everything that came out we were both kind of like yeah like exactly like you said like they've just developed on the first game so well and like there was Mm. just continual things that were popping up in this trailer that i was like oh my god yes like you couldn't do that in the first one you get to do it now like that's just like yeah they really have i I think listened to the community and the star wars fans and even the fans of the very first battlefront games that came out like i mean they they took on a massive challenge on you know doing this reboot of uh, like a loved kind of franchise with the first was it three first three battlefront games that came out on like ps2 and like man like this this battlefront 2 like this time around is is just looking exactly like the kind of game um that i was hoping for battlefront one battlefront one yeah still enjoyable but it just didn't have didn't have enough um, yeah, I'd, and like, I'd still be like, I'd still be interested to see how like you get vehicles and stuff because I I mm-hmm. did like the the fact that the very originals you know it was like it was like Battlefield right there would be mm-hmm. vehicles on the map you just kind of choose what vehicle you want to help into and away we go. Um, I didn't like the token thing with the other one, but it would be interesting if that's still a thing in this. Yeah, like I love that they're sort of back to like a class structure um, yes. and kind of more sort of uh, like kind of um, not kill streak wards, but it kind of like a point sort of base system rather than sort of like picking mm. up, yeah, like you said, like randomly picking up the token on the battlefield. Um, that makes so much more sense. Um, yes. I also love that the single player, like they could have just said, oh yeah, you know, this is a single player game, uh, the single player campaign in the game, uh, but it's not, it's not canon. Like it's just kind of our own kind of story, but it is canon. Yeah. And it's like filling this insanely intriguing divide between the sixth and seventh episodes. Um, it's like the mm. fall of the empire and the rise of the, the, fir- the uh, first order. First order? Am I getting yep. that right? Yeah. Yeah, that is um, right. I, I was like doubting myself was on it for a second there. I was like, um, oh God, man. <laughs> um, uh, so I think, uh, I, and the fact that I think the campaign like spans something like 30 years, um, which yeah, is damn. just awesome. Like I'm so, so in uh, and everything I've seen in it just looks great. Is this the definitive Star Wars game? It might well be. Like oh. I'm, this, I'm so excited about this game. It might well be like the best Star Wars game I've I've ever seen. But, you know, that's a big call. It's a big call. I'm not prepared to fully commit to that stance, but obviously it's not out yet. But, um, 
it looks super promising, dude. I, I'd, I'm worried about like buying into the hype, but it's hard not to. Well, I yeah, I mean that's it, and like that's such a I I I hate it, but these days when I'm like, oh my god, this game looks amazing, there's always that like voice in my head that's like, come on, man, how many times have we said that, and it hasn't just been that amazing. Mm. So I really hope just you know for for what star wars is and like i guess the the details and the time that they take for yeah things to be canon and for things to be authentic to the universe that everyone like loves and knows i'm i'm really hoping that you know this is well you know exactly what we're looking at right now or that we see in this trailer that we're getting exactly excited about so yeah there's yeah. a ton there's a ton of features definitely battlefront fans star wars fans you need to watch this trailer because it just enlightens you with how much this game has and how much it's developed from the from the first one there's some awesome like customizations and like we were saying locations heroes and vehicles and 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 the modes and everything as well so definitely something to look forward to battlefront 2 set to release playstation 4 xbox one pc next month so definitely something you and you're gonna have to get a tv ready for if you don't already have one all already done man i'm gonna have Ah. that pre-ordered on amazon so i get it the day it comes out so yes so in yes we can play together we can yeah it's just gonna be have to be mornings for me or (laughs) nights for you or vice versa that's (laughs) that's a that's a perfect like schedule so yeah i think it works out okay yeah yeah, Battlefield for breakfast. Battlefront for be- breakfast. Sounds good. It does sound good. You know what also sounds good for breakfast? Uh, waffles? No. How about some Coca-Cola coffee? <laughs> How that's, how's that for a segue? Uh, huh? I don't know about breakfast, but sure, yeah. <laughs> it's a good segue. Okay, it so was a good segue. I'll give you that. I don't, I don't know if... Uh, I don't know. You can enlighten me if this has come out in England. But in Australia recently, no. recently we've had Coca-Cola coffee come out. Not a thing in England? I think, I think this is an Australian... Own, I think it's like a Japan and Australia only thing at the moment. I could be wrong, but I think it's I have, regional I no exclusive. Mm. Okay. Well, apparently, if I read down here a little bit more, after apparently launching in Japan a few weeks ago, Coca-Cola Australia has just released Coca-Cola Coffee Plus Coffee in Australian supermarkets today. Well, be today being the, the... It's a lot of coffee. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think th- that is actually the name, the, which right, is damn. weird. Anyway, um, Shannon writes, because he wrote up the article, became very Twitter famous um, after <laughs> tweeting about it. It he, you know, news.com were referencing his tweets and some other place. I don't know. He was texting me all these screenshots and I'm like, man, you're famous now. You can retire. You're the coffee dude. Um, but he writes, it's literally coffee flavored Coca-Cola with added caffeine and it's also sugar free. Uh, to my delight, I ran downstairs to the local Coles, not expecting to find the brand new soft drink, but it was there in a wonderfully compact 250 mil little can. Initially, it tastes like regular Coke, but you'll quickly get a delightful hit of coffee. I must admit, I'm not sure whether I'm sold on the flavor. It's interesting in small bouts, but I'm not sure that it quenches my thirst in the way that I would expect a soft drink to. Huh, that's interesting. Is this weird, Ewan? Are you a coffee Uh, guy? I... So, let me me tell you a story, Jake. Absolutely, I'm ready for this story. Story lane. Um, I have 
a huge obsession with Coca-Cola. And I did, I did okay. have a huge obsession with coffee, but a very sad thing happened to me, Jake. Oh, no. What happened? I suddenly discovered that coffee was really bad for my stomach, and I just could not okay. drink it anymore. So... Yeah. I mean, it was probably the dairy. It was probably, I think it was probably like too much milk. I don't really know. Right. But okay. something about coffee just didn't really sit well with me. Yeah. But I didn't want to risk trying to I didn't want to risk it. I didn't, it it. I didn't yeah. no. Fair. There's only so many times that someone you're can young, go to the toilet in one got, day. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying, Your entire life's ahead of you. I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, but combining, co- I mean, coffee was one of my favorite things. And combining that with Coca-Cola, another one of my favorite things, sounds like a match made in heaven. And assuming that this sits okay with my stomach, oh, dude, I tell you what, there is always going to be a slab of this in my fridge. But Well, I mean, it could have been the dairy thing. And this is essentially cutting out the dairy. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The other thing is that I I am concerned about my soft drink intake and the potential health side effects that that may have. Mm. But, Mm. you know, screw that, man. Some things are just (laughs) too good to be true. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, totally. (laughs) Uh, I'm really dead to try this. And I've just done a quick bit of research. And I think... Yeah. Oh, wait, was it? Coca-Cola plus coffee, no sugar, limited edition, Japan. Oh, no, I'm just reading a bunch of tags now. Yeah, I think I think okay. this is only available in Australia at the moment. Damn. But... Because this, this is a, a British article, but it seems to be referencing Australians are going crazy over the new Coca-Cola flavor, blah, 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 blah. Oh, they so much better article? down under. Ewan just wishes he was home, blah, 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 blah. Um, but uh, if I can get this here, I'm definitely going to give it a go. Sounds amazing. Well, I, well, I mean, my, my sister just moved to England and my parents are going to see her in uh, Christmas. So, mm. even you, you're slightly opposite ends, but I mean, if you want do a road trip i could get them to bring some for you <laughs> sounds good yeah cool. <laughs> they might just not want to get caught trafficking coke you know what i'm saying uh, oh, great play on words also uh, we do not condone the use of drugs yeah i, I was to say here the coffee flavored <laughs> beverage is only available in australia and is just and is being released just in time for their summer there you go okay yeah, I really rough. like the Coca-Cola ginger too. I'm all in on these like uh I these did I did taste the ginger ones. one and I'm I'm a, a man that enjoys a bit of ginger in my beverages. So yeah. I did quite enjoy that. See, that um, was pretty special for me too because Coca-Cola and ginger beer are like my two favorite soft drinks. <laughs> so then when they combine them, Dude. I was like pff, mind blown. Coca-Cola is your boy at the moment. They're, just, they're, just... they're really hooking you up with your faves. Someone from Coca-Cola must just like sneak into my bedroom every night and just like download all the data from my brain and go, guys, we got some, we got some ideas in here, man. Oh, mate, it's that Facebook Messenger policy. Like they're using your, your microphone on your camera and your, oh, yeah. on your phone and your camera to really uncover the secrets of, of their next recipes. So. They're listening to us right now. Exactly. Oh, Funnily God. enough, no. Shannon's tweet is also in this independent article that I'm reading. <laughs> I did. Yeah, I, I was like, is it in there? He's, yeah, he's yeah it made it all the he's way to the viral. UK as well. He's gone, he's gone globally viral. The thing that I laughed about, I read a news.com... Well, I read the one he'd linked me to, but yeah. I said to him, I'm like, dude, you you look and sound like a crazy fanboy because it's got his original tweet and then it's got someone like some random like tweeting about it. And he's commenting on his tweet being like, I tried it this morning. And then another random being like, oh, my God. And he's like, oh, my God. Yeah, it's fantastic. So I was like, it's great. But also 
like you just don't want to get stuck with this this uh, portrayal of how much you are eager for the coke coca-cola plus yeah does shannon Um, want to become known as the coca-cola and coffee guy probably not that's probably not what he wants written on his gravestone right maybe because then he'd get probably like unlimited coke coca-cola not unlimited Mm. coke unlimited Mm -hmm. Mm coca-cola so who knows who knows but i that could be good i just seal it off him i should mention to him that uh he's gone he's gone worldwide he'll he'll enjoy that quite a bit he made it he's made it across the ditch isn't right across the hemisphere (laughs) i'm not in new zealand (laughs) yeah that ditch yeah but i don't know i'm not a coffee person so i don't like I'll, if if it's around, if someone's person? got it, I'll. I am a Coca Cola person. I don't. I don't drink too much coffee. Like Coca Cola, Sarah like loves my wife, so it's like mm. she just she'll go through a phase where we don't drink it for a while, and then suddenly sh- there's like a huge bottle in the fridge like every day for like weeks. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'd be interested. I'm slightly getting into like not really getting into coffee, but Sarah. I'm I'm like these one of these people now that the only kind of coffee I will drink is if it's like this half shot decaf, uh, like caramel latte. Kind oh of thing. right, because I'm like that's like so it's the coffee flavor re- you probably don't like at all, right? No, no, I don't like the coffee flavor. Um, right, and then I also found out because after I drank a couple of these decafs, I was like, okay, it doesn't taste too bad. I had like an actual like coffee like latte kind of thing. Mm. But like it just made me way too jittery, so I'm like I can't I can't handle actual coffee, right? So, but who knows? This I you know maybe this is a way for me to kind of like start to like the coffee taste without it actually being coffee. Yeah, maybe it's your gateway drug. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely, I go to some of these references. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, I since i've had to stop drinking coffee and i've been in england i'm like well i'll just take up tea drinking because you know that's what people do over ah, here right classic tea, british thing to do tea is terrible man i don't oh what don't i don't, love a good tea don't buy into it now nah, tea is tea is lousy the only way i can drink tea is if i have like a black tea is what i'm talking about um uh, yeah, is yeah. if i if i just like don't have any milk no sugar like you just dump that tea bag in there and just let it soak for as as long <laughs> as that water is hot and then take it out and that's that's the only way i can have tea because it's i need some strength yeah. i need some strength man i need that, okay. that flavor yeah, um weird. so i've been drinking weird. a lot like of, of like peppermint tea and stuff like peppermint tea nice. for me is like the opposite of coffee like that settles my stomach that's like you know a lifesaver well, nice. that is yeah but absolutely. um but man i miss coffee i really do you should um you should get on on the green tea i'm a i'm like if there's I, tea i'm gonna drink green tea all the way like i I'm, do like i do like green tea i like jasmine tea as well like if i'm at, yes, you nice. know especially when you're sort of out getting ramen or you know japanese or whatever like having mm. having some green tea with your yamcha or whatever is just delicious do love yeah, myself some green tea we um we bought the premium green tea from t2 and they come oh, in really? these like for some reason this whole coca-cola chat has got so many drug references it's not funny <laughs> but like these premium green tea like leaves like they come in these little buds uh-huh. um like these like small like sophia looking buds that they literally look like buds of marijuana 
But right. you drop them in and then as they kind of soak up the water and the flavor comes out, they expand and they actually look like actual like green tea leaves. But huh. it's it's the best green tea I have ever had. Damn, um, that does sound good. So, I mean, if Coca-Cola brings out Coca-Cola green tea version, I'm down. I don't know how that would taste because, I mean, surely the Coca-Cola would just take over the flavor. But still, I'd be down. Mm-hmm. Part of the problem with T2, though, as well, not, not the brand yeah. T2, just T as well, um, right. is, that, <laughs> is that it's just so much fuss. Like, coffee, especially when, well, like, I don't know, we had, like, a mis- an espresso machine at home, right? So, it's kind of like push a yeah. button and you get, like, a, a nice cup of coffee. Not Like, not an amazing cup of coffee, a nice cup of coffee. Yeah. But with tea, like, if you're just going to have, like, a tea to yourself, you can have a tea bag, that's fine, but it's not as good, right? Tea bag... It's kind of, you know, the basic experience, mm. right? If you want, mm. like, a decent tea, like, you need something that's kind of, like, loose leaf. But then if you just want to make a tea for yourself, you've got to, like, get one of those little dispensary things that you kind of, like, fill the tea leaves into it and then seal yeah. it up and put it into your water. Like, there's a lot of faff yeah. there. Otherwise, you've got to make a whole pot of tea. And it's like, well, that that's a lot of tea. I'm just making tea for myself and no one else is having tea here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, <laughs> it's just a headache. It's just <laughs> a headache. You've really thought about this. Yeah, but isn't it one of those things that, like, you know, it's satisfying when you, like, work for it and you see the results, you know? Uh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough, fair enough. I just can't get excited about tea. I just can't. It's just kind of slightly flavoured water, really, isn't it? Well, that's exactly what it is. Mm. Um, So, who knows? But, you know, the Plus Coffee is out. I, I I will be intrigued to see what the next flavor they've done ginger they're now doing coffee what's the next flavor gonna be um but um yeah until then you and I'm just gonna have to try and figure out how to get you smuggle some coca-cola plus coffee to you <laughs> I will find try. a way if there is a will there is a way absolutely absolutely well why don't we bring an end to what was episode 115 of the Starcast? be sure to subscribe to any uh podcast service of your choice obviously the pod beans itunes and of course podcast one uh, you can also join the conversation you can hit us up on the hashtag the Starcast, or obviously joining us on all our social media at press start au and uh you can also join myself jake barros on my social media instagram twitter at underscore Jake Barros and to keep up with all his travels definitely hit up Ewan Roxbar uh, it's been a while since I've done this self-promotion I gotta yeah. get back in the swing of it um, yes thank you for having me Jake it was an absolute pleasure to be back glad to be in amongst oh, it again with the start cast Mr. Dealy I did um, <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Ewan underscore Roxborough um yeah, I'm still I'm still kind of talking away about video games and stuff on Twitter whilst I'm traveling about. Um, but uh, if you want to see some pictures of the burgers that I've been eating, head over to my Instagram. Yeah, do you, are you going to pimp out your travel Instagram? Uh, yeah, I could do. I mean, it's not very <laughs> gaming related at all. Uh, but if you want to yeah. keep up with with specifically my travels and my adventures over here, you can follow me at you and travels on Instagram. Yeah, nice. Like, especially after all the the tea talk. Like, your next photo needs to be some kind of, like, tea beverage. A miserable cup of tea that I made in my student dorm. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) Anyway, 
great uh great having you on man great being able to catch up this yeah, is actually yeah, the first awesome. time I've heard your voice for many weeks since you left. Since yeah, we it has, it's Melbourne. almost been three months, I think, or something like that. It's been a long time. Yeah, it has been been quite a while. So, uh, yeah, it's been great, man. It will be good to have you on when you can jump on. I'm sure mm-hmm. the listeners will love it as well. Um, mm-hmm. But until then, thank you for listening. Thank you for joining us, Ewan. And uh, happy gaming, everyone. Adios. Happy gaming. Happy gaming.